Where's my video? Oh, hi, we're live, and I have... Nope. I'm looking for an intro. There's an intro. It is time for the most entertaining show on our podcast network, or at least our channel. We're the only ones who vote cop post here, so hey! It's time for Such Good Shoot, the podcast about anything and everything in the world of wrestling. And tonight is a special Scott Hall tribute show. So, everybody, take your ice cold water, raise it high. And give it a drink. We will not be doing our normal toast because that seems inappropriate. But we'll have a moment of silence for the legendary Scott Hall. I think that was long enough to count as a moment. So we're good. You know, there's a lot of shit going down in wrestling. Before we get there, before we talk about Scott Hall, I figure we should talk about some other things first. There's a new AEW Women's Champion. And it's about time it's Thunder Rosa. Yeah. I I, I did not watch the match, so uh, Giovanni, I imagine you did. I mean, I, I'm Isaac. Um, I didn't watch the match. It's I, I really hate anything that's new nowadays. Like, if it wasn't back into like the old school good days of Barry Horowitz. I'm I'm not watching it, man. It's uh, it, it's just no. no reason for me to watch it, dude. Hey, Isaac, you're you're back from Timbuktu? <laughs> yeah, I uh I got lost up there looking for good weed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. That was, that was actually a pretty short trip. <laughs> See, now you guys record live, so they, it's honestly, you guys can tell I'm not Isaac. It is I, Giovanni Tuhani from the Shoot and Shit podcast, here with the guys from SGS. And, of course, I watched the match, brother. They were in my freaking state. They were in San Antonio, Texas. And uh, Yeah, how was it? If you didn't know she was winning the match after they started with her having a whole fucking mariachi entrance... <laughs> And a whole special, like, they may have well just said, hey, she's winning this. Because if she would have lost at that point, Texas would have fucking tore the place down. But, um, no, dude, the, the crowd was hype because they knew it was going to be big. The match itself was amazing. Um, I don't know who told Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker that every time they face each other, they need to try to fucking kill each other. But apparently that's, like, the internal memo. Because the match had everything, guys. It had chairs. Fucking thumbtacks, blood. It, wow, it was a hell of a match. Under the goddamn ring. Yeah. yeah. I I saw uh I saw like the last three minutes. So I saw the thumbtacks. I saw uh the the tower of chairs bump. Dude, um, you were there at the broadcast table. We know you saw it all, brother. You could tell people, you can tell people it's okay. You even interviewed one of them. Yeah. I'm I'm Tony Shavani. There you go. Hello, yeah. AEW broadcaster Tony. <laughs> He's just missing the earring right now. He has to take it out so people don't recognize him. 
There it is. Get Jim Ross away from me. I want Taz. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, that's messed up. It absolutely is, but you know what? It's true. It's damn true. Did either of you guys see the clip of of Excalibur and um, Taz getting like into like a little like clearly joke argument, but argument on like AEW Dark during like one of the Dark Order guys matches? And they just like Dark. Dude, oh, I, I just saw it as a clip on Facebook, and I was laughing ridiculously hard. We need more Taz on commentary. He just says stuff. I went through a period where I watched Dark for a couple weeks in a row, just as I was smoking my cigars. And I have to say, the matches on Dark and Dark Elevation are crap at best. Well, there you go. The commentary Ugh. is mint. They say whatever the fuck they want. There is no censorship. They're just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, especially <laughs> for the time. Be- they had a time where the broadcast booth was Tony Schiavone, Big Show, and Eddie Kingston. Oh, Jesus. Nothing good came from that broadcast booth. No. Nothing except mint one-liners. And I'm like, they need this on the real TV. <laughs> I can't, I can't see Eddie Kingston doing commentary on anywhere where they'll have to censor him. <laughs> no, It'd be just a random. What the fuck was that? <laughs> what what? Botch! <laughs> Fucking pro wrestlers botch! <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, it, dude! It is quite good, and I would totally bring him out for any. Uh, well, we're not going to see any more of them, but any Joey Janela matches. Oh, rest in peace, Jelly Nutella. <laughs> Apparently hurting Eddie Kingston was his death wish. It wasn't the fact that he was out of weight, couldn't really wrestle unless he was stiff as shit, and tried to kill himself almost every match they ever had. I'm sure he's a nightmare for their insurance. I, I think that he was a big cost savings when they cut him. It, I think the hardest thing I remember was watching GCW The World, and they had... Matt Cardona versus Joey Janela. Was that the match? Yes. And the whole time, you have ripped this shit Matt Cardona in there, and the commentators just keep going. And Joey Janela's in the best shape of his life. And you're just like, (laughs) Dad, you can't say that when you got Matt Cardona there. Well, he was in the best shape of his life. He just crushed his natty eyes. He's fucking ready to go. I mean, he he did just like Cardona himself, though. He he beat up he beat up Sean Waltman, dude. He beat up X Pac, and then people threw shit at his head, and then he kicked one of their asses. <laughs> That's how bad it is for fucking Joey Janela. The only good match he's had was against that fan. <laughs> I you know the the people are mad at him though. Oh, shocking. <laughs> That's that's not heat. That's go away heat. That's people that are literally outside of GCW, the fans. They're like, I could fucking do this better than Joey fucking Janela. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think the 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 getting rained on with the with, with the with the beer glasses is is go away heat though. I mean, they were just pissed. 
I'll say this. The only reason Joey Nutella got into AEW was Penelope Ford. By the time oh. they dropped that, they were done with him. No, no. I mean, I mean, a million percent. Well, I forget who. I even forget who it was about. But there was a one time the Acclaim was coming to the ring and Max Caster was like, come on. You know, they only hired you to get so-and-so. I wish I remembered the whole joke. But it was so and so who still hadn't come to AEW, so it mean meant shit. Yeah. Oh, good old so and so. I want to see them one day in the AEW ring. One day. Tyler Britt says his grandma is better than Joey. I I a hundred percent agree with you, Tyler. I bet your grandmother could whoop Joey one on one in a straight wrestling match. So could my grandmother, and she's over a decade in the ground, so. <laughs> Man. Talk about a buried alive match. That's fucked up. <laughs> but, you know, I don't, this is a terrible segue. But does anybody have any memories of Scott Hall? Fuck. <laughs> it's a terrible segue. I admitted it. <sighs> I mean, I wasn't really around for when Scott Hall was like a huge deal so like i've seen matches and like i recognize how how cool he uh you know is um but that's again more more for you two to talk about because you guys were alive and you know i mean have you at least seen the movie scarface can you do you kind of get well yeah no no no. like i said i get it i get it totally i just don't have that like connection to it okay you don't either i I was a straight WWF guy from 97, 98 when I started watching. And, you know, he did a little <sighs> bit of stuff in WWE after, but not much. Yeah. Um, pretty sure they brought back the NWO. He did that. Uh, like 2003. That yeah. Um, well, the bad guy, Razor Ramon. Fuck it. Uh, favorite memories, man. Let's do uh, his Jerry Springer show up. That was fucking awesome. Um, he also had this badass entrance where he had um, the entrance music was Ready or Not. That shit was fucking badass because the kind of whole gimmick. Him and Austin, fucking awesome. Of course, if you don't know the ladder match with Michaels. Oh well, I've seen yeah. that one at least. I mean, that's, you know, basics 101. Um, Why they should now have the Razor Ramon ladder match at WrestleMania. Just make it happen. I mean, they have plenty of time. It's two nights and nothing's really advertised for Mania. No, no, they're just going to stick. There's like five matches a night right now. I was looking at it earlier. I requested it off from work, so. Everybody versus celebrities, and then the entire roster is going to be packed into the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. In the oh. pre-show of night two. You know, I'm honestly stoked for WrestleMania this year, though, because I haven't, other than, like, I'll, I'll check out Bleacher Report just to, like, understand what's happening, kind of, in storylines, but I'm pretty stoked for WrestleMania, just going in, like, not even being a fan. So, like, I'm not going to get that pissed <laughs> over anything. That's like, how you have to watch WWE. Well, yeah, I'm just going to watch WrestleMania as a spectacle this year. But uh, so yeah, WrestleMania is going to be a testicle this year. Are we just waiting for Cody Rhodes then? At that point, yes. 
Stardust or Cody Rhodes? Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. All right. Yeah. Who, who knows what's going on with that, though? I cannot, ima- I cannot imagine the check they would have had to sign him to get him to come back as Stardust. But can you imagine how fucking mad people would be? Oh. <laughs> and then I would just be laughing. The IWC would eat themselves alive. Like, honestly, it would probably be pretty effective if he was just, like, a heel and was like, fuck you, like, you don't even deserve to see Cody, like, you're getting stardust. <laughs> like, it's punishment for you people sucking. Like, that would be pretty effective. What if he just meta. What if he just goes full Foley and does the three faces of Rose? <laughs> Hold on. Then I need him in the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial. <laughs> he needs to come out as Stardust. Then dashing Cody and then give us full on Homelander Cody. There's just like a hype like package that plays um like before his entrance of him just breaking his own nose and then putting the mask on. <laughs> He's in the back. Yeah, just punching the shit out of himself. <laughs> I'd buy that. I'd watch that. All of a sudden, the music hits. The Titantron lifts. He gets the full AEW entrance. That makes no sense because the ramp's in the middle anyway. Uh, and none of the WWE fans get it because they haven't seen that entrance before because they apparently don't watch AEW. None of them is singing the song. None of them have the adrenaline in their soul. They say that, but then people pop hard for hardcore country. <sighs> When Mickey yeah. came out, so I popped hard for hardcore country back in 07. I popped We're... hard for hardcore country when uh she did that centerfold spot. Hi, oh, <laughs> that was <laughs> hardcore country. That was hardcore country right there. Back yeah. in the day, Shane, we used to have to look at it on paper, it wasn't always on the fucking internet. I know, yeah, man. I'm sorry. Like I, you know, I, I, I did. I didn't choose when when I came out. You know, you know, came out of my mom. You know what I mean? It chose me. Unfortunately, you know, I. You didn't choose just life. An old life chose like him too. Some dial-up bullshit. Take five minutes to download one picture. Oh man, pixelated as hell. <laughs> Looks like Japanese porn nowadays. <laughs> so. So, so real quick, I just want to run one more idea by you guys. While you guys were talking about hardcore country, I was thinking, <clears throat> rather than, than any of those situations happening, you know, Smoke and Mirrors hits at WrestleMania, except it's Damian Rhodes Dow, and that's how they debut him. Can you imagine that WrestleMania moment? Yes. I would take that. I would take that a lot. I think he's actually in shape, though. I think he was trying to get back in the ring, like, consistently. I, dude, they fucking absolutely blew the bag on him, man. <laughs> it was so over, and it had no right to be. The shit I hate is how they use all the Mizdow clips for the, if wrestling's fake, then explain this. And it's him <laughs> just taking the bumps. Yeah, the, no off of the apron, like, like yeah, the Miz goes for, for a diving knee drop, and you just see him running, jumping, and then falling out of, out of screen, dude. Yes. It was... The best part of Raw for like six months. Like, <laughs> again, not a very high bar. No, no, but man, it's just like the, the beginning of the 24 7 championship 
with uh, <laughs> R-Truth or when R-Truth went really crazy like three and a half years ago and then he was doing like the... No, 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 no. He's doing the, the my, my bad, bad. y'all thing. Yeah. Oh, my bad, y'all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you might be a big man, but I'm going to throw you over the rope, Paul Heyman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still think if WWE and AEW ever hypothetically have a working partnership of any sort, they debut it in one of the Casino Battle Royals, and our truth is just there. Yeah, no okay. idea why he's there. Yeah, he'd be confused like he always is. Yeah. Oh, this ain't WWE, and then they just let it go for like a month. Like they don't do it again, and everyone's like, <laughs> you know, and then and then it pops. But they 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 never call him our truth. They go, it's Ron Killings. Yeah, it's Ron. No, no oh my God, it's it, it's K Quick. <laughs> okay, quick, Jesus Christ! But th- that's um, how you got to do that shit. So, uh, just talking about that, segueing into something else, a little, you know, just a, a little, uh, a bit ago. Um, y'all remember when um, uh, Eric Bischoff debuted on Raw? And, uh, and it and it started with. Um, with him walking through the back and then Booker T and I've always thought that was the dumbest like decision in the world. How do you not have Vince go and it's him. And then that's when you see Eric Bischoff for the first time, like you've, you've taken, you know, the shock out of the pop. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think we've ever brought that up on the show. And uh, continue to make terrible decisions. It, look, I'm not going to spoil too much about tonight's review, but I'm going to say some TNA cameramen got their uh, training with this pay-per-view. <laughs> Hold on. Before we get into the pay-per-view, we tossed around the Scott Hall Memorial uh, ladder match. Of course, it has to be for the Intercontinental Championship, yeah. which at the time right now, I can't tell you who the fuck the champ is. Um. You guys know who's current champ? I is see. it no? It's 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 not. Is Ricochet's the United States champion, right? Yes. Oh, it's not Shinsuke it, Finn Balor. I think so. Is it Finn Balor? I think so. All right. Well, we'll go with it that it's being Finn Balor. Who else are you putting in this battle royal with the ladders? Uh, no, Ricochet is the Intercontinental, and then Finn Balor's the. I have I literally have the Intercontinental Championship up. Yeah, Ricochet. But also in the art headline, like it says the United States champion, so I'm just very fucking confused. Well Google they United don't even States know champion. who the champion is. They're like one of the mid-tier belts Ricochet holds it. We don't know which one he changes it out every week. Yeah, and I'm and I'm pretty sure Finn Balor's the other the other one, whichever one Finn it is. Balor's Ricochet abs. is Intercontinental. Yeah, who? okay. Finn. Okay. So, who who else would I have in the match? Um. Well, they're 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 doing this anyways, so I would put Tommaso Ciampa in, in the in, in the ladder match and bring him up. All right. Um. 
I'd like that. Chad Gable. Ooh. Shelton Benjamin because you have to. As required by law. It's a ladder match. I can see that. Cedric Alexander as well, just to give the Hurt Business a place on the card and then maybe maybe work towards breaking them up because they clearly have no intentions for them, and that's what WWE does. So that that's good. Um, Damian Priest, okay, because he, he has a history with the, you know, the the mid card uh, championships, and then what? Probably one more because that was five. Yeah, one more, one more good one. Drew um, Gulak. Gulak. What? what the hell's Gulak been doing lately? That's exactly why I say him. Is he still with the company? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I'm I looking think, at. I think he got released. Somebody tell Wikipedia that. <laughs> Look, we we could say Mansoor. What about Veer? Yeah, I mean, Veer could come to WrestleMania, but not to Raw. That's right. Oh, my God. Oh. You have everything hyped up to be Cody against Seth Rollins, and then Veer comes out. <laughs> That'd be great. I mean, honestly, if you have no plan for Seth, I mean, that's that's just where you put him. I mean, how do you have no plans for I mean, Seth, bro? It's it's WWE. That's true. Come on, man. Like, not like I agree with you. If you have two nights straight worth of wrestling and you can't find Seth Rollins a match, <laughs> that's your fault, and you deserve it. Um, but I WWE would find a way, man. Hmm. Like, you know the Stone Cold segment is going to take 20 minutes at least. Like, you're cutting 20 minutes off of a night for, for, for the Stone Cold segment, so... Oh, yeah, okay. We're looking at 72 hours of wrestling here. Yeah. And there's no other, like, big Texas pop that can get out of this. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm not I'm not bitching. I'm just saying, like, like that's what you're looking at. So, you know, I mean, Seth Rollins loses loses his match because, because of that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. There's no one better. Like that that's a good one. We could stick Boogs in there. No, but Boogs Boogs already has a match. He's he, he's wrestling with Shinsuke versus the uh the Uso boys on night one. Oh yeah, wow! Put them, in, put them in in night two. Oh, because <laughs> clearly uh... we fired most of the roster. People have to do double duty to make up this two night WrestleMania. Oh, the, dude, the, they'll have no issue just shoehorning matches in the next two weeks. Vince will have wrote in these matches two minutes before air, <laughs> and that's what we're fucking getting at WrestleMania, man. Uh... Yeah, we could uh would really like to have Cesaro right now, you know. I'd like to have anybody. I just want to see Cesaro. <laughs> Me Sorry, too. Claudio. Claudio. Yeah. Oh man. What? Cannolis well, or whatever. You know, apparently on Tuesday, Dominic <laughs> made his NXT debut because that's where he fucking where he should have been. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, you you still learning. Back but down. I here's the thing is I think NXT 2.0 is the literal perfect place for Dominic Mysterio. 
because he's like almost there, but he just, you know, he just doesn't, he hasn't put it together yet. You know what I mean? He's shown flashes. Oh, um, what's Rick Steiner doing? Um, what's his fucking face? The bro, Braun Breaker. He, he, he's about to get moved up. I, I they, they have a, um, a show planned pre WrestleMania, obviously, like they always do. And, and he's apparently going to be moved up after that. He, he might've been working dark events recently. Hmm. Um, like dark matches. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, he'd, he'd be a, uh, he'd be a great entrant to that ladder match. I, I like one breaker though. Me too. I don't think he's great, but he's, he's pretty good. I mean, he's, He's the one really good thing that's come out at NXT 2.0. Agreed. Yeah. And if I remember some remember correctly, I think they're like pay-per-views like middle of the day for NXT. Yeah, it's early. Last time. No, oh, is it going to be on one of the days of WrestleMania? Yeah, I oh, think no it's like shit. a Saturday real fucking early. Oh, no shit. Okay. Well, they're wanting people not to buy all the indie shit that's going to be going on during the exact same weekend. I mean, I probably won't be doing either. I'll probably be out having beverages um, nice. to prepare for WrestleMania. But we'll yes. see. Maybe I'll watch it. It will be Saturday, the same night as night one of WrestleMania at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Does it? Do you, do you have the thing pulled up? Where's... Does it say where it's at? Yeah, is at the American Airlines Center. So that's so fucking stupid. Because if you want to go to Mania after that motherfucker, you have to go from Dallas to Arlington, and the traffic is going to be a bitch. No, I, I I bet you they're not even banking on that. I bet you they're banking on people that didn't have the money or or like the means at the time, you know, whatever for WrestleMania. And I bet you they're banking on 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 those people going to that. Buddy, they were just giving away tickets to Mania yesterday for 316 day. Fucking 100 bucks for both nights. Never mind. I'm sorry. That shit's not sold out. That stadium holds over 100K. I doubt they get that close. Yeah. And when do y'all think Vince is going to go? His family has longevity. He ain't going anywhere. Yeah, his mom was just like 99. So. Yeah. But, you, you know, but NXT stand and deliver. They have some bangers that are going to really bring the people. Here we go. In, in his final NXT match, you're going to have Tomato Cheddar taking on Tony D'Angelo. Which, Tony D'Angelo is such a highlight here. He is Wait. the only person on this page. That does not have their own Wikipedia page. Wait, t- Tomato is 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 facing Tommy D'Angelo. Tony, Tony. Oh, what? He's double this... timing, man. I thought that I thought that he w- he was in the main event. Though. I thought I saw somewhere it was like a triple threat. According to Wikipedia, okay. The main event is Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker. Okay, my bad. And they literally say. Tomato Cheddar versus Tony D'Angelo, Champa's final match in NXT. Wow, he's about to lose to Tommy D'Angelo. <laughs> he's gonna put D'Angelo over big time. <laughs> I mean, like that's what you have to do, but that's like such indie shit, dude. 
And like, I don't want to like shit on the indies, but that's like definitely <laughs> some like there's 75 people in the room and you can get a hot dog and a Coke for four dollars shit. I don't mean to shit on the indies, but. <laughs> oh, I love well, indie shows, man. We're also two. Weeks I know I, I had some of the most fun I've ever had at a wrestling event at the the, the last indie show I went to. So, like, it's cool, but, I mean, that's not big-time WWE. You know what I mean? Like, like that's not what needs to be aired on television. <laughs> you want to know what else can't and should not be aired on television? World War Three. Well, that. <laughs> Plus, Cody Hall now taking bookings again. Who? Exactly. It's the <laughs> son of Scott Hall. Um, he wasn't necessarily a good wrestler at all. Oh. Wait, I gotta capitalize. Yeah, that, that's all I feel right there. I... My my dad just passed away. I could fit his gear. Let's go. <laughs> oh God, that's terrible, but not wrong. <laughs> but you know, I think we should talk about this uh, premium live event. Now this is pay per view. Was it a pay per view? It's a pay per view. You had to call your cable company and order it. People paid for this. Imagine Probably making that about, phone call. I want World War Three. I wonder how much this was. Let's see if we can figure that out. Oh, I'm sure it tells you somewhere. Had to Why be like fifty up? bucks. The first match of the night. Ooh, baby, was it a banger? Where we have Meng and the Barbarian taking on Ernest the Cat Miller and Glacier. Where, you know, they went for nine minutes and nine seconds. And Meng, you know, was the best thing in the match. Because if I don't say that, he's going to kick my ass. He'll find out. He's the goddamn Chuck Norris of wrestling. Yo, straight up, Meng was not the best man in this match. Yeah, but he's the one who's going to kick my ass. If you want to fight Meng, just say so, buddy. I mean... He was rocking this, my barber fell asleep while giving me a haircut mullet deal. I, I'm scared of him for that haircut. If he walked around like that, fuck that. That dude's a stronger than man, man than I am, dude. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I, dude, I'm i not saying it to its face. I'm saying it to our two viewers. Um, All two so, of you. What's up, Wade? <laughs> but, uh, um, but anyways, yeah, no, I mean, honestly, like, Ernest Miller doesn't get enough credit. Ernest Miller is pretty good. He is. And he gave the immortal Brodus Clay his theme song. So. Yeah, somebody better call my mother. Mama. Well, we, we can't no. afford the vowels. Yeah, it's mama. They they charge per letter. You know, what what, what are we giving this match? The hot two, one thinking. Two Taco Bell burritos. Two Taco Bell burritos. Do they add up to a star in any way, or are they below a star? Oh, it's below a star, buddy. That's that's diarrhea. That is two tenths of a star. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm giving it a half a star because if I don't give it that much, Meng's going to kick my ass. Um, I mean. It it, it wasn't that bad. Uh, by the way, this show was probably like $22. Oh, 
okay. pay per view. Not but, bad. I mean, this was also 1997, so that's, you know, closer to 35 or so now, but that's still not bad. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't that bad. I mean, this this wasn't a pay-per-view match by any means. Nothing, like, <laughs> felt like there was any uh, stakes, uh, but it was okay. It was just like a one. <laughs> <laughs> At least well, you went all the way to a one. The esteemed Dave Meltzer with the official rating of this match. Gave it a dud. Oh, man, even he hit it with the dud. <laughs> Didn't rate? <laughs> oh, he is not a big fan of this night. <laughs> well, it didn't happen in Japan as well, so I kind of get it. I, he's been really responsible in, in these WCW ratings mostly. Yeah, I mean, those are my wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, he's he's, he's been pretty on point here. Well, so he just started becoming shit when the Young Bucks started wrestling, then I got you. Well, th- no, there was yeah, shit Isaac. back here, too. He, 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 is, he rates a lot of shit bad with the WWF. Yeah, but I mean, WCW, he just did, did he was pretty close. <laughs> Still a lot of times a star or two off. That's closer than what he is with NXT. Yes. Oh, NXT is terrible. It's like, this is a one-star match. They fall for 35 minutes. It was beautiful. That brings us to where is he now, Perry Saturn. And wish we never saw him Disco Inferno. So I heard Perry Saturn and Mop actually have a real good relationship now. They have like a mini dustpan, so they're doing great. Um <laughs> Disco, I think, is still giving cheap pops for being a heel when kayfabe is somewhat dead. So good on you, Disco. Keep it in alive. No, no, he's like actively uh, supporting control your narrative right now. He may actually fight in the fighting pit for the fighting organization where you can only lose by by saying you quit or submitting um, and you control your own narrative. And there is no wrestling. There is only fighting and the control your narrative. Hold on. This is also the same promotion that lets you cuss out the people if you have the stones. If he's ever announced, I swear to God, I will drive my happy ass to wherever the fuck in the Red South that they're having this event. And I will tell off fucking Disco Fury himself. I I really hope he does this. You're going to cuss out the Disco, dude? Oh, I'm going to tear him apart, and he's going to have to sit there and take it. Are you going to call him a slur? They probably let you in that organization. Like, you know. I'm going to have to think of all the great slurs that I can use. Yeah, um, And the good thing about being, you know, mixed as I am, I've got a little bit of everything in there. I have a full playbook. So, you know, nothing's off bounds, and it's uh, CYN. I'm sure they said worse. Well, no, no. Here's the thing is that they would all clap for you when they were calling that when you were calling them stuff. But then they would look at you and, and realize where they went wrong. And then your ass would be out the door. So, yeah, that's true. It's not a don't want to, you know, work myself into a hanging. Are they going to have that Peter Griffin card to get into these events? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's good. Shane, did you not get that one? 
You laughed. No, I, oh. it, I mean, off the top of my head, I, I like Family Guy. I've watched a lot of it, but that one that one didn't, didn't come directly. Oh. What, what is it? Someone dozer? He's trying to get across a border or something, and they have this chart of different shades of white to brown. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and good, yeah. not good. Yeah, no, I got you. Yep. <laughs> I paid the hundred dollars, man. I'm good. I don't give a fuck what your card says. God, I, I hope they fail worse than Russo's Religious Wrestling Foundation. Oh, I, I had a guy at work, like ask me about control your narrative who has never talked to me about wrestling before i just mentioned that like that's what i watch and he's cool he doesn't like person to person but i had really no idea how to respond to him so i was like yeah like i I hope they do well because you know like any eyes on wrestling is good but also like i'll never watch them for reasons that i won't talk about okay bye (laughs) Oh, you just like, yeah, man, it's that Braun Strowman dude. He's, he's a monster. He's a monster amongst men. Dude, he's a titan. Like, it's just disappointing, like, who's getting involved with this. Like, Austin Aries doesn't disappoint me because that guy's a fucking sack of shit. But, like. I'm, I'm impressed that the first and only person to buy that VIP experience where you cuss them out went to Austin Aries. I always, you know, if I got the opportunity, I would choose Austin Aries as well. And it's just mainly because he's vegan. And I feel like I have a lot of material that I could just rant on forever, tearing him down for being vegan. So, and then and it's not like to my vegan friends out there, guys. I, you know, love you guys. I've got vegan friends. But uh, Austin Aries is just like such a big douche that uh, I know I could really tear into him really well. Man, he's like, I don't know. He also might be biracial, dude. Unvaccinated, but also vegan. That shit doesn't make sense. <laughs> he's just confused. It's his phase. Uh, Mom, I'm not. I'm emo for life. <laughs> I guarantee you he has tickets to the When We Were Young concert. <laughs> Bro, hey, shut the hell up, man. <laughs> I just spend way too much money to see my chemical romance headline. I want to hear the shit. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, uh, Perry Saturn. Perry Saturn versus uh, the Disco Inferno. Um, Yeah, this was just a fun showcase of Perry Saturn throwing the Disco Inferno around. I like Raven. I like the flock. I think that shit was pretty cool, especially at this point. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot to it, though, but it was better than match one um it was like a like i don't know a 1.5 because it made me smile uh yeah i i i liked perry saturn i don't like disco inferno i i gave it a 1.2 because i felt bad giving it anything lower because perry's good but yeah yeah respect for perry i gave it a one and the official Meltzer is one quarter of a star. Oh, man. Meltzer's fucking pissed. 
There was no love for Perry Sutter that night. No. Well, he hadn't had the moppy run. I get it. That brings us to Yuji Nagata taking on Ultimo Dragon. If Ultimo wins, he has five minutes alone in the ring with Sonny Ono. <laughs> Would have been a, such a better tag man if that was a chick. Yeah, but, you know, that's only Edge's domain. Oh, yes. <laughs> it, you know, it was rather slow for a Japanese match. <laughs> like, rather slow. Yeah. Um, it was slow for an Ultimo match. He, <laughs> and, and, I, and I pointed this out when I started watching it. It looked like he had a raging boner for the first half of the match, so maybe that's why he was a little stiff. But, uh... <laughs> Man, I, I don't know. It, it wasn't as good as it could have been with both of the guys in there. But, um, you know, they got their money. Yeah. It, there were, I think if we, you know, people shit on wrestling for being rest holds, that was this match. Hi. You're Hello. A what was this match? Uh, Yuji Nagata taking on Ultimo Dragon in the world's oh. slowest Japanese style match. Yeah, I open that soda. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was pretty slow, but it was also the best match of the night. <laughs> what? Like, uh, no, no, up, 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 up to this point. Sorry, up to the point. Um, okay. Not yeah. a high bar yet. No. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I like towards the end Ultimo Dragon finally breaking out the kicks. Um, but I just like watching these WCW shows back to back to back. It's like, how does Sonny Ono never get his comeuppance? Like Sonny Ono is the manager that gets his ass kicked every time. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but he's, he's getting beat up. You know what I mean? And he just never gets beat up. <laughs> He's the manager that should get beat up, but it just never happens. They they love to tease it, but it doesn't. Yeah, happen. I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, the idea of this match was was better than what actually happened. Um, but I, I don't know. It was like a like a, a two point two five. I'm agreeing with that flat out. That's where I give it. Yeah, it would have been slightly faster. I could go up to a three, but there just wasn't enough excitement. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good rating. Nailed it. Meltzer gave it a three. It's because it's Japanese, man. We should have done the Meltzer curve. Damn it. I mean, <laughs> again, in the year 1997 on a WCW pay per view, I, I, I don't think that's a horrible rating. Six in the Tokyo Dome. Well, yeah, but this this was what? Where, where was this? Like Atlanta, Georgia, or something? Uh, Michigan. Oh yeah, because they talk shit about Ohio State. Talk shit about Ohio State. They keep talking about Monday Nitro and Saginaw. You oh, know, yeah. that great metropolitan hub. And speaking of the University of fucking Michigan scumbags, uh, the next match is the 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 Steiners versus William Lord Stephen Regal and and uh, and. Uh, Dave Taylor. Honestly, I think I enjoyed this match way more than I had any right to. 
No, it was just like a really good match. <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't long enough. Regal is such an underappreciated treasure in the ring. It, and if you've watched match, he is Charles Winchester wrestling. This it is perfection at this time. Oh, his yeah. strut at the beginning with a shake in his hands. Oh, oh it's it's so good. And yeah. everything that what everything that landed looked hard because it yeah. probably was coming from these four competitors. Yeah, I mean, it was just just a knockout, drag out slobber knocker, man. You know, yeah. Yeah. It just they beat the piss out of each other. There was the the the, the limb work that in the uppercuts from from uh, Dave Taylor and, and and William Regal. There was the suplexes from the Steiners and, and you know the Steiner liners and 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 you know. Is there a better move than that European uppercut? That shit just looks so nasty when done right. Yeah. And it isn't this the match where someone did like like a springboard like plancha over the top rope off of somebody's chest or something stupid, or was it was that later in the night? Yeah, there's no topes, remember? That's part <laughs> of the rules, no topes. <laughs> oh, sorry. This is control your narrative. Um <laughs> There, there was not a lot of high flying in this match. So, what match was that in? No, it was it was Scott Steiner. He launched he launched off of Rick's chest. It was amazing. Okay. No, it wasn't. I was just joking. Oh, I would love yeah. to see that. I mean, I I wouldn't have doubted it at this point. Steiner still hadn't put the chain on his head, dude. <laughs> Once the <laughs> chain hit, there was no going back. Steiner's out there looking like a cut rate Steven Seagal. <laughs> and honestly, this match is something I would want to show wrestling students as the art of working a character in the ring into your All match. Of them. Yeah. yeah it was like i want to say it was damn near perfect it clearly was not a five-star match but For i the time I, they were given though and like yeah. what it needed to be it was pretty much damn near a perfect match <laughs> i i gave it a four like Straight up, I'm – and the only reason I didn't rate it higher is there was part of my mind going, I shouldn't rate this higher. There's definitely <laughs> better that exists, but – For the show, it was a four. Oh, for the, for the show, it was an eight. <laughs> for uh, – yeah, I mean, for the show, for me, it was like a three and a half just because if they would have added five minutes to this match – oh. I mean, it, it, it really might have been one, one of the better tag team contests in, in WCW history. Um, no, honestly. But yeah, it was it was it was excellent. This is the first match on this card where I'm like, you 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 really should check this out at some point. <laughs> you paid for this match. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know that. Oh, sorry. The Meltzer rating. Two. Oh. What? Get the fuck out of here. Rated the Japanese bullshit higher than this. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It gets worse tonight. Oh, God. So, that brings us to Raven versus Scotty doesn't know Riggs. I mean... That match happened. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of liked it. 
I, I like the Raven character, but they I, I liked old Raven a lot more than I liked young Raven. I don't know why. I think old Raven no, looks old Raven was better. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but he was also like a grizzled old guy, so like it made even more sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I, I I I like the Raven character at this point. They weren't doing anything else like this in WCW other than like the whole faction thing, obviously, but they didn't have people that looked like them. You know what I mean? They, they, they weren't representing that culture. So, like, I it, you know. I guarantee you, Raven and the Plog have tickets, too. I'm just joking. I'm not going to go there again, Shane. It's okay. To, to, <laughs> to go see the band Nirvana? Yes, Nir- Nirvana. Definitely. Um, Yeah. Um, They also probably, uh, you know, would go. The- Anyways. Um. <laughs> But um, they're in control of their own destinies. Yeah, they control their narrative. They either like survive or tap. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I I don't know. They didn't do enough with like the Ravens rules thing in this one. It, it wasn't as violent. I love the finish though. Like I really like the finish where he he you know Raven DDTs him three times in a row and just says I didn't want to hurt you. I love you. You know, it, it fits the character very well. Um, and, for, and for that, I think it's good enough to give it like a, like honestly, a two. It, what I'm going to add is whereas the last match was a master class in how to work a character, this match was actually a master class in how to just use one weapon. <laughs> well, they got the most out of that chair. Oh, yeah. Yes. No disqualification. We're only going to use one chair. One chair. <laughs> and the it wasn't issue is all they had money for. Match. It was a chair match. I mean, the, the issue is with that is that every single match Raven wrestled at this point was the Raven rules thing where he would only wrestle if it was no DQ. So especially in the year 1997, they didn't even have the hardcore belt yet. You know, so yeah. they're only getting so far. One and a half from me. Uh, so that's actually pretty decent. That might be better than what I would have given it. I'll, I'll go one and a quarter. One and a quarter. Okay. Uh, Meltzer. Three quarters oh. of a star. Oh, oh there we go. Star. Okay. There I, we go. I that can see that. Scared me a bit. That brings us to... Mongo McMichael taking on Alex Wright. Match of the night. Mongo's best match. Not a high point. Point five. <laughs> 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 I'm giving it a one because it was Mongo's best match. I actually enjoyed watching Mongo for a bit. I will also double down with the one because it's Mongo, man. Come on. He tried. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that fire that they tell you don't look at the fire. Don't, you know, just keep walking by whenever you see a car wreck, but you want to just stare at it. It's Mongo McMichael, buddy. So what are the guesses on the Meltzer rating? Oh, this has got to be like a like like a two, 2.75 out of out of daddy. <laughs> out of daddy. It was. A negative one star. <laughs> you know, <laughs> honestly, responsible. No, that's 
That's a totally cool rating from Meltzer. Good for him. They bait and switched everyone again. <sighs> and, and I, this is that match where you go, okay, when Jeff Jarrett left, you really just should have dropped the storyline. But Mongo was putting on some of the best work of his career, man. You can't do you that to Mongo. You're supposed to wrestle Goldberg, y'all. That was the whole thing. Like, Goldberg wasn't as big as what he, you know, what he would end up being. But this was like, he was still hot. He was supposed to wrestle fucking Goldberg. <laughs> well, who doesn't want to see two guys who can really just tackle each other? I, it, it, The people in the year 1997 surely did. They loved Goldberg. He hadn't even slid his own wrist yet by punching through the car window. <laughs> so you're telling me he has tickets too? Never mind. I'm, I'm fine. I'm going to leave that one alone too. Bro, his son is absolutely going to get in that fucking ring and take his shirt off. And then Braun Strowman <laughs> is going to knock him out. And then they're going to go, he controlled his own narrative. <laughs> Says Bill Goldberg's son. He doesn't yeah. want to be known as that anymore. He came here to control his narrative. He's going to take on the fucking Titan. Yeah, dude, they they would call him, you know, like William Goldbond, dude. <laughs> Goldbond, Goldbond. He got knocked out, but he won because he controlled his narrative. What are you wussies doing? Bro, that's everyone who had to, like, walk all of those WrestleMania steps. They're ready for the powder. <laughs> I look at control your narrative and you just sit there and go, Oh, these are the people even impact wouldn't hire. <laughs> you know, if no, it's literally like Colby Covington's character in the UFC as, as a wrestling promotion. I hear they're trying to get him as soon as he retires. Uh, dude, I wouldn't doubt it because that guy is totally playing a character. There's this dude named uh, like Bryce Hill or Bryce Hall or something who is like actually batshit insane, like Southern <laughs> redneck, crazy, like the government's going to come after us guy. And like, I totally believe it with him, but like Colby, dude, Col Colby is, is, is making money by playing someone that I think he is, but not to that degree. You know what I mean? Like, I believe Colby likes Trump and I, I believe Colby, probably thinks brazil's a dump but i don't think he actually likes it enough to go i've been in this shithole for 12 hours you're all fucking dirty animals i hate this shithole i'm out of here <laughs> he when he started showing up to his press conferences with the fucking red maga hat i was done i'm like this dude's a fucking gym he's gonna Dude, make he, such a great wrestler no he's he uh, UFC has has grown as big as they are because of professional wrestling. I will accept no less because all of these fucking guys play characters. Now Conor McGregor is a real life. I don't think wrestler. that's a character, man. I think that's really him. I have a I have a bad feeling that he's just fucking nuts. I believe Kobe's a character. We know, you know. Adi Asanya, the big anime nerd, that's a character, but he's Bro, an actual he, real he's nerd. Jimmy Snuka killed someone. Dude. But fucking Conor McGregor, that's 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 real. He's just fucking crazy. Yes. Speaking of crazy, 
we have Eddie Guerrero taking on Rey Mysterio Jr. Yeah. I, I think that this one was a victim of them trying to be better than their last match and doing too much. Um, but but still, it was the, the best match of the night to the, to the point. Um, yeah. It was Sad. Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Sad thing is, is I watched you know, and I watched it back, and when I watched it, I was like, okay, Eddie and Ray, they always do well together. They hook up well together, but the amount of botches that happened because they kept trying to do that next big move, something to top what they did at Halloween Havoc. I, I get your point, man. For it was an Eddie and Ray match. It was good. They do what they do, but I felt like, like you said, they kept trying to push it a little too much, and um, it kind of suffered there. It was refreshing to see young Ray again because after you watch an old Ray match and you see a young Ray match, you go, "Oh, this is why people like him." Oh, hey, old, oh no, old, old Ray still got it. You understand why why he's not as good as what he used to be. Don't don't yeah. you shit on Ray. I mean, he's at least a hundred pounds thicker than he used to be. <laughs> it, but I'm no, offended, it's, it's honestly, dude, style. I'm about to control my narrative. <laughs> I don't want to know what that's a euphemism for. I do because Isaac isn't here. You know, it could either end with a you know us us getting canceled or or, or <laughs> me, me storming off and whooping someone's ass until they tap. Who knows? <laughs> Isaac's controlling his narrative. One astro glide, two better time. <laughs> um. Yeah. Fuck Nick Gage. Um. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Isaac versus Nick Gage at Control Your Narrative. God damn, Dozer. Can you can you imagine if somehow that happened and you and I had to be his fucking managers? Would we do that? <laughs> like, like, would you and I do that? We we need to make a joint decision right now. Would y'all uh, corner him? I, okay, under one, I have one condition. I can only fight Dewey. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we could jump Dewey and yes. take him out of the contest. Um, so that way Isaac had a fair fight and then he could get his ass kicked by Nick. Yeah, great idea. Are you willing to take a light bulb? Yes. Well. <laughs> um, if, if I'm fighting Dewey on GCW, yes. If I'm just a fan, no. <laughs> that is accurate. It's a good. Um, in all seriousness, you know who who I could see controlling their narrative? Slack. No, mm. I, I I feel like you know he would feel disrespected by by their by their professional wrestling mentality of actually doing real <laughs> maneuvers. Um, It is bad how much these guys have already become the butt of every joke in wrestling. But there is nobody more happy for this than Impact Wrestling. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, big time. (laughs) They're like... Everyone's just shitting on EC3. Like, he failed in WWE, and now he went and did this. And is just absolutely shitting the bed. (laughs) (laughs) It is beautiful. Uh, all it's in so all, good. 
I'm going to give Eddie Ray 3.75. I'm going to get it. I'm going to give it a four. I just, it, it's, it's Eddie Guerrero versus Ray Mysterio. It, it's three and a half list. name value. Okay. Well, Jane, get that ice cold water because Meltzer <laughs> gave it a four. Hey. And right. I don't think it's spoiling much to say this was his highest rated match of the night. Oh, <laughs> I had high hopes for the final. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to say all the competitors. <laughs> no, you don't. Can we just highlight some of the no, big you ones? absolutely do not. Figure out who half these people are. El Dandy. <laughs> well, I mean, there's uh, some names that we just can't say because it's no longer polite to say these names in, comp- in good company. Uh, it wasn't G.I. Bro in that match? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I, no, no, yes, he was. Was he? Hold on. Yeah, Booker T, baby. Yeah, I'm looking Booker for him. There he is. G.I. Bro. Oh, yeah. they're different people? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we do have a United States Championship match before we get to that shit. Ugh. And that is Kurt Henning taking on Rick Flair. Mr. Perfect versus the Perfect Dong. <laughs> you know. He had the red trunks on. <laughs> Once you know that, it really does spoil everything. <laughs> like, I've started to pay. Like, Isaac has said this over and over again, and I've just never paid attention. And I paid attention this time. <laughs> red trunks. God dang. Yeah. You know, but as I was saying before, there is nobody that sells given a figure four like Ric Flair. Yeah. I I liked this match. I really did. I, I liked both men targeting the legs. I liked both men towards the end of the match selling the legs. It was both men hopping on one leg, really selling that this hurt them. Um, And honestly, this match felt more disqualification-y than the Raven match did <laughs> because they were battling on the outside, you know, nearly the whole entire time. There wasn't a whole lot of weapon shots, but there was a lot of eye poking and, and, and shtick. Um, and, and, and this is probably my, my favorite Ric Flair match we we've had on this series so far. Oh um, We've reviewed a lot of the shit Ric Flair time, though. Yeah, um, it, it just it just worked for me. The the entire story, you know, the way the last pay per view. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Kennel from hell. Um. Well, but um. But yeah, but anyways, I, you know, the way last pay-per-view led to this one where, where there's no DQ, uh, the finish was definitely flat. Um, I, I did not like the the the, the one, uh, you know, the one chair shot leading to the finish after they had played up, you know, the legs from both men. And clearly the entire match was, was leading towards a leg finish. It, it, I- it just didn't work for me. Where where did they find this chair from like 1958 they used? Yeah. None of the I, other chairs they had there. Like they found this one random chair that looks nothing. And you're like, what 
the hell? Yeah, um, but I don't know. I mean, I liked it enough to give it like a three. I mean, I think both men worked hard. I think what they did worked. Um, had the finish been better, it easily could have been a you know a three and a half or maybe even a four. You know, the finish was a bit shit. I I, I just it felt. I agree. It felt a hundred percent flat. Like he hit it. It felt like there should have been a kick out in one more move or something. Yeah. This it is was a wasted match. finish. This is probably one of the few matches of the night where you sat there and went, it could have lost probably three minutes on it. There was quite a bit of fluff, and it was the second large, longest match of the night. Uh, I'm going to agree with Shane, three and a half. Well, Shane gave it a three. I th- I give, I'll give it a three and a half for Rick. I'll give it a three and a half for that old-ass chair. Meltzer gave it a two and a half. And that brings us to our World War III match, Three Rings Battle Royal, where we have Alex Wright, Barry Darso, Bobby Blaze, Booker T, Brad Armstrong, Chavo Guerrero Jr., Chris Adams, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Siloco, Siloco, I don't know, Kurt Henning, Damien, Dean Malenko, Diamond Dallas Page, Disco Inferno, Eddie Guerrero, El Dandy, Ernest the Cat Miller, Fit Finley, Glacier, Greg Valentine, Hector Garza, Hollywood Hogan, Hugh Morris, Jim Duggan, John Nord, Johnny Grudge, Juventud Guerrero, Kendall Windham, Windham, La Parca, Lex Luger, Liz Mark Jr., Lord Stephen Regal, Luis Piccoli, Marcus Bagwell, Meng, Mortis, Norman Smiley, Prince Iakia, Randy Savage, Ray Taylor, Ray Mysterio Jr., Rick Steiner, Rocco Rock, Rick Scott Steiner, Silver King, Squire David Taylor, Steve McMichael, Stevie Ray, Super Calo, The Barbarian, The Giant, The Renegade, Ultimo Dragon, Volano 4, Volano 5, Vincent, Raph, Yuji Nagata, and Scott Hall. Pretty good, man. Yeah, I didn't expect you to hit them all. Nice. No, honestly. Are, Dozer, are you ready for uh, Prince Iakea to become a regular fixture of our week-to-week lives? Because Prince Iakea, shortly after this, is is going to 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 become Prince. You know, he's going to start getting matches, and then he's going to, you know, he's going to be the artist formerly known as Prince Iakea. He's going to be with fucking Charmel Booker T's wife. It's 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 hey, gonna hey, get real weird. Famer Charmel. Um, yeah, Hall oh, of Famer. Was, put that respect on her name. Oh, what was what was her name in in it? Paisley. It was Paisley. Nitro Girl Paisley. Yeah. 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 This was just a fucked up disaster, man. Who who thought of this? Who I've allowed it? William Ringle's nuts. The third one. So, World War Three is three rings, which we didn't talk about leading up to this. The whole show, there is one ring here, one ring in the middle but back, and then another ring perpendicular to the first ring in the front. It's so fucked up. They keep circulating matches between rings. How the hell do you see anything in ring one if you're in the first row in ring three? How the hell do you see anything if you're in the... um, in the entrance ramp row in ring three, if 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 you're there, it's it's so fucked up. But this match, man, 
there's 20 people in three different rings a piece at the same time and people are just going nothing makes sense they don't know how to film it they don't know they don't know how to call it at one point tony shivani you're stretching your roster to the point that you have Volano 4 and Volano 5 in here. Yeah, I mean, Tony Schiavone and and Bobby Heenan are actively talking to each other about how they're going to call this. And Tony Schiavone goes, I don't know. We'll just take it as it comes, Bobby. <laughs> it's it's so dumb. They've never done it before, dude. This wasn't the third one for them. Oh, my God. They have the same fucking name. Who? Sorry, I had to look up who Villano. No, they, 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 um, they had a World War Three in '95 and '96. Yeah. 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 That, that was a joke. That one in '98. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you, you said it with such sincerity. I think you tricked both Dozer and myself. <laughs> this was the third one. Yeah. It, I just want to point out both Villano Four and Villano Five are both named Ray Mendoza Jr. Do you think they were actually both named Ray Mendoza Jr. or payroll just didn't want to fuck with them? They're like, it's Ray Mendoza Jr. I, listen, you cannot find either of these people on the internet after they left WCW. <laughs> Nobody has any clue. It doesn't matter, dude. Let's just move on. It was the guys who mopped up at the arena. Yeah. This, That's not just... a nice way to talk about Jericho's bodyguard. This match was just such a fucking disaster. It, I mean, it just people flying everywhere. Nothing makes any sense. Then you have to combine at the end of the match. And just and, and this skip the first 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't like I could see where if you're drunk with your buddies watching this together on the couch, I could see totally where this would be a fun time. But if you are sober before work, like I was watching it, I was mad as fuck, dude. I was so pissed. Nothing made any sense. I, I couldn't concentrate. I, I mean, this is this. I mean, it, and then Hogan comes out because he didn't want to work the match. Um, and and, and the, the Kevin Nash comes in the Sting, and he was supposed to be in the match, and. Rick Flair was supposed to be in the match, but he never even comes, and they don't explain it. And then Kevin Nash, Sting, and Scott Hall ends up winning. Rest in peace. And this was like I I the point two five. I I you say how hard it is to watch because for a lot of the match they have our little box design going ring one yeah. ring two ring three like it. And, and what are they supposed to do? Switch? I mean, honestly, the three boxes is, is, is the best decision they could have made. They should have shown the whole match from that perspective up yeah, until they I, up until they condensed it. Let's take a minute here and take yourself back to 1997. That means you're watching those three boxes on your 24-inch CRT 360p TV. Yeah, after doing whippets out of an empty aerosol can, man. <laughs> like you ain't shit. Either way, you're not seeing jack shit, dude. Yeah, I mean, it just really doesn't matter. At least with the three, there's an illusion that you see all of the action. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. We're forgetting that Rey Mysterio has a uh, Kofi Kingston moment where he's almost eliminated and he holds onto the ring. Yes. I, dude, I didn't even see it. What are you talking about? <laughs> 
He was the bottom box when it was happening. Yeah, he like tried to crawl up the ring apron. It it was funny. It was cute, but probably just because he was the only one that could do it. He was so small. He fit in the apron like a baby. Um, but yeah, this was just a worthless disaster. I mean, like I said, in the right setting, this shit would have totally been a lot of fun, but by yourself on the couch is not not especially in the year 2022 is 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 not the place to be watching this match um and and for that i i actually give it a zero um i think that's an earned zero wow but for scott hall winning i give it a hey yo out of five. There you go. <laughs> I, I I do have a question, and this is mainly for Jovan. So they're out there, and it's the part of the match where Scott's signaling for Hogan to come out, <laughs> and they play the music for a while, and then the music stops, and the music plays again, and they go, "Oh, that's Hogan's music. That's not Hall's. <laughs> I mean, that's not Nash's." And I sit there, and I go, "It's the same damn song." Yeah. Did they have different themes back in the day and WWE just dubbed over with the NWO song? Or did they seriously play the same song back to back and they went, it's different? <sighs> Dude, this is going to be like a Mandela effect. Some people are going to swear that it's the same song. Some are going to swear it was different. But I almost remember it being like the same exact song. <laughs> And then making a big deal about it being different. And you're like, what? Did it just say, like, Hogan at the beginning? Hogan. No. New World Order. Hogan's music, not Nash's. It's they all had the same guitar riff. Then we get to the end of the match and we get this moment where... Sting comes down, and I don't know how people are still fooled by these fake stings. Yeah, no, th- there was no way Kevin Nash in a fucking mask <laughs> was Sting, dude. Look at this dude. He's like six foot eight, 300 pounds. Sting has never been that big because he could not be that fat and wrestle. If he was, he weighed the same amount as Kevin Nash, he would be rolling, dude. He'd be me. Not to mention... Sting has black hair. Kevin Nash has brown. <laughs> K-Fabe, don't kill K-Fabe. is a fucking idiot, man. And Sting wore, you know, face paint. Not a mask! He he wore the mask once or twice. He did Sting, you know. Yeah, for a fake out, because who, these fake Sting things were like all the rage. We did it the last pay-per-view. We'll do it this one. Oh, yeah, Jesus. well, I mean, dude, people did the the fake Sting thing forever. I mean, yeah. Sting did the fake Sting thing to Seth Rollins, right? Yeah. yeah. But That's at that time, cool. he was 50-something years old, and we knew it was Sting because he kind of had this hitch in his back, and yeah, but... he was using the bat as a cane. I, I, I'm giving it a half a star. It gets a star from me because it had Jericho, Benoit, Buff. Had all my favorites. Oops. Buff, Benoit, Jericho. Who? No. Who? <laughs> that the like the the second thing you're you're saying something, but oh, Crispin. 
Yeah, Chris Benoit, one of the best wrestlers yeah. ever, dude. He just, you know. Yeah, I like crispy, crispy things, but Ben. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new Chinese food, man. Benoit. <laughs> man. Those it's actually Chinese for Bowflex. It. Um, it's half a star for me, a quarter star for each of the Volanos. There you go. I, I seriously have no idea who half these people are. No, I, dude, it's it's such a disaster, man. The, the, this match is every bit of AEW going. We're gonna do this and just pull like everyone we've had on dark for How the last. How dare you? How up. dare you even equate this to the over budget battle royal, which <laughs> became the casino battle royals? Yeah, man. Oh I mean, God, it's I just end up doing this. Thank God Cody is not there anymore because Cody be like, well, my dad made this match. Therefore, my daddy Dusty. Again. Three rings. Each ring has a different suit of people in it. It's over the rope Dude. only. Then we condense. Well, they didn't want to throw some of these people over the rope, so he just had to leave the ring. Thank God. Here's the best idea for for, for Cody versus Seth at WrestleMania. And that's that they do the triple cage of death that David Arquette won the championship in. And that's how they debut him. Like, like Seth Rollins, nobody noticed it. Like, obviously everyone in the crowd notices it, but it's not canon yet. So it just lowers from the ceiling. And then Cody, like Seth Rollins just climbs up it for no reason. And then Cody comes out and it's this big epic moment. And they're like, Holy shit, what the hell is this? It's the triple cage of doom. It's his daddy's match. His daddy's match. By God, his daddy's match. And then he just yeah. Mark gets the ref. Th then Cody's about to lose. And then out of nowhere, Dustin rides in on a motorcycle crashing through the cage. <laughs> no, there, there, call there's him the lawman. <laughs> And then there, then we just get fake stardusts everywhere. <laughs> Y'all remember oh, when he had oh, his own his oh. own starry ladder in the Andre the Giant Memorial Intercontinental he, Battle Royal ladder match? He gets a stardust entrance like the John Cena multiple Cena's. It's all stardusts. <laughs> oh, like oh, like the Jericho in, in New Japan versus uh Versus, uh, oh, who was that? That was that was the Naito match, right? Where, where yes. he did, like, all they had all of the different Jerichos. Yes. Oh. And on that incredible bombshell. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Meltzer gave it half a star. I was going to end the show, but then I forgot I had to give the Meltzer rating. Have to give that incredible bombshell. Fuck y'all, man. We'll be back next week. Maybe with Giovanni. Maybe Naughty. Um, goodbye. I didn't have the video ready. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this edition of Such Good Shoot. If you are on YouTube, please remember to like, subscribe, and ring that bell icon. Or subscribe to us on your favorite audio catcher. Or finally, if you're on Facebook, leave a comment, like the video, and make sure to share it out to all your friends. Until next time, we have been Such Good Shoot, and have...